Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rob's video blog. It is January 3rd, 2016, so happy new year. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. I hope uh, hope you had a great holiday. I know that I did. So the first topic of 2016 that I'd like to uh, discuss is one Donald J. Trump. Now Donald Trump is running for the Republican nomination for the presidency in 2016. And I think it's pretty safe to describe him as a bombastic, self-absorbed, incredibly successful businessman. And while I don't uh, agree with all of his positions, some of them I do, some of them I don't, um, I think uh, on a whole he is a very he is providing a very, very positive um, effect to the public at large. And that is he, through the course of his campaign so far, has proven the mainstream media to be corrupt, irrelevant liars who frame arguments and they are bought and paid for by the establishment politicians. Uh, we could see this very simply by the amount of media coverage. He gets a ton of media coverage because, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said before, he's very bombastic. He says outlandish things and people want to hear that. People want to see that. He's also a pop culture icon with The Apprentice. Um, he's very, very good at uh, drumming up media attention for himself. So he gets a lot of coverage. But if you look at the polls, someone like a Jeb Bush, who is a, is pretty much the definition of establishment Republican. I mean, he is the uh, brother to W, and he's the son of George. Um, and he's polling at like, I don't know, 5%, 6%, something like that. But the Republican field this year has like 10 candidates. And there's like two or three up at the top in double digits. And there's like six or seven down in single digits. And somehow when you turn on the television, like five of the guys down at the bottom don't get any media coverage, but they still keep talking about Jeb Bush, despite the fact that he is the most boring, low energy, um, least inspiring, least charismatic, and in my opinion, pretty stupid uh, individual. And yet somehow he continues to get coverage. And again, it's it's simply just because he is the establishment Republican and the mainstream media would love nothing more than business as usual. And uh, that's why he gets that information. So, you know, they, they frame the arguments. They um, they slant the coverage towards who they would like to see elected, who they would like to see going against each other. I mean, you even see it in the in the uh, the Democratic side. I mean, Hillary Clinton, again, is like the epitome of establishment politician, the wife of um, Bill Clinton, and I think she was a New York senator, and then was the uh, Secretary of uh, Secretary of State or Defense, something like that. Um, and she is, like I said, I mean, she is she is the party line Democrat machine politician. And then you have Bernie Sanders, who is pretty much an out and out socialist, um, and he has a groundswell of support of people who are sick and tired of. Um, business as usual. And of course, the mainstream media, you know, portrays him as having no chance and they don't give him the coverage that they give Hillary Clinton and so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's, it's just very obvious to see that uh, the mainstream media just slants themselves and gives the coverage and biases things towards the people that they, uh, that they want to be in power. And this is very dangerous because they are dictating to the public um, the court of public opinion. They are dictating the conversation. They are framing the conversation. Um, and Donald Trump, while he, like I said, he has said many, what some people consider to be crazy and bombastic things, um, he is proving that, you know, he, he's showing the average person 
that it's okay to have opinion outside of what the mainstream media says. Not only is it okay, you're probably right, or you have you have a right to say that. And uh, I, I think that's why you're going to see a lot of support for him, because I really think that there has been a silent majority. Again, not necessarily that these people totally agree with everything that Donald Trump says, but that he has the cojones to actually go out there and say what he's feeling and say what he thinks really needs to be said without being politically correct. And uh, I think it's really important because it's showing the silent majority that you can go out there and you can say you're in support of X or you could say you're opposed to X, Y, and Z, and people are gonna call you a xenophobe and a racist and all this other stuff, but they don't matter. That doesn't matter. The real discussion of the real issues and the important issues is what matters. There are tons and tons of issues like immigration um, and a bunch of others that Donald Trump has brought up that people have not seriously had a serious conversation about since I've been alive. I mean, some people have paid lip service here and here, but here and there. But I mean, he has really brought a number of issues really to the forefront, and he is forcing, he is forcing. Um, uncomfortable conversation and discussion about these topics. And it's pissing a lot of people off. It's pissing the mainstream media off. And it's pissing off a lot of other people. And they call him names. They call him a racist. They call him a xenophobe. They call him a womanizer and all this kind of stuff. But that's not an argument. That's not an argument. It, it, you know, you have to keep in mind, it is very possible uh, that a racist person or a xenophobic person or a womanizer can actually make a correct and rational argument. Now, I'm not saying that he is. In fact, I think he... I going to make the argument in a few minutes that he's actually none of these things. But uh, even if he was, that doesn't discount his argument. So we should be, the, the mainstream media and people should be attacking him based, attacking him based on his arguments. Not the fact that he called Rosie O'Donnell a fat pig, which, wh whatever. I mean, I don't know Rosie O'Donnell, but who cares? Who cares if he called Rosie O'Donnell a fat pig? Um, you know, it's, and, and it's, it's funny because, you know, the mainstream media gets, they get all worked up and they get so excited and so upset about him, you know, making fun of Megyn Kelly and saying she was on her period, <laughs> saying she was on her period, and saying Hillary Clinton got schlonged, which, by the way, is a uh, term that has been used in politics. And yeah, yeah, he's intentionally using these terms and saying these things to draw attention to himself because up to this point, he's been running, I think, for about a half a year, maybe a little bit over half a year. He hasn't spent a penny on media coverage, and he's gotten five times the media coverage of like all the other candidates combined because he said these things. And the mainstream media, their head spins around like the exorcist, and they freak out. Oh my God, he's a womanizer. Oh my God, all this, that. And it's like, they're just, they're so dumb. They just keep feeding into him. What do they do? They put him on a show. And they ask him, did you, you know, say that, you know, women are fat pigs, or did you say this? And he says two lines, says, no, I didn't say that. Here's what I said. Or yes, I did say that, and I stand by it. And then he gets to go on for three minutes about how he's going to build a wall on the border of Mexico to keep the immigrants out and all this kind of stuff. So not only is the mainstream media so irritated because they're, he, he's proving them to be completely irrelevant and showing that they frame the conversation, but he's outsmarting them. They're so dumb. They just continue to feed into it and give him the coverage that they want. They would do well to just actually blackball him from every station and not put him on there. But to be honest with you, the people want to see him on there. He's entertaining. And like I said, he is bringing actual, he's bringing up topics that people haven't legitimately uh, spoken about or talked about in, uh, in, in decades. So um, I think that's, I think that is where his value comes in as a candidate. Um, because like I said, you know, uh, if you look at, if you look, yeah, I mean, at least in my lifetime, you know, you can't say things. And, and you know, let, let, let's, so let's, instead of speaking generalities, let's just go through some of the specifics here. Um, 
So, uh, you know, Donald Trump always says, you know, I say things directly and I would say things in not so nice ways. Uh, but let's look at what he's actually saying. One of the most recent things that I saw was, um, you know, they said, I saw a headline said, Donald Trump wants to close all mosques. He hates Muslims and he wants to close all mosques. So I looked into it and really that's not the case. Uh, somebody from Yahoo had asked him, you know, what do we have to do about, you know, terrorists and Muslims and all this kind of stuff. And he said, you know, there's, there's tons of stuff that we're going to have to consider now that we hadn't considered in previous generations because, you know, uh, ISIS is becoming extreme, extremely uh, radicalized. They're radicalizing more and more people across the world, not just in foreign countries, but in the United States. And that we're going to have to consider doing things that we had never considered doing before. And the Yahoo reporter was the one who actually proposed to him and said, well, would you support, you know, a database to uh, record and track Muslims in the United States. And during that interview, he didn't really say yes or no. And then the following days, uh, I think it was an MSNBC reporter and then a Fox News reporter and a CNN reporter, they kept bringing up this database thing. Would you support a database? Would you support a database? Would you support tracking of Muslim immigrants? Would you say all this kind of stuff? I mean, he wasn't even the one who suggested it. They kind of just they forced this thing on him. And, it, you know, and again, he keeps with the narrative like, listen, you know, we have to consider everything. We have to consider surveillance. We have to consider uh, no-fly list. You know, if there's a database, maybe we should consider a database putting, you know, putting Muslim immigrants on databases so that we can track them and all this kind of stuff. And of course, the people, the, the media went berserk and they frame it. He wants to, he wants to track all Muslims and so on and so forth. And it's like that's not what he said. They, they totally frame, they totally take his words out of context, and it's ridiculous. And then the other thing was, you know, I. See the headlines. Donald Trump wants to ban all Muslims from coming into the United States. And it's like, no, that's not true. The article was, uh, I don't know if it was an article or an editorial, but this person was going on about how we have Muslims that are in the military and he wouldn't let them come back. And what about Muslims that were traveling abroad for vacation? Would they not be able to come back? It's like, of course they would. They're U.S. citizens. He was talking about new Im uh, Muslim immigrants coming into the country. And what he said was, we should probably consider stopping Muslim immigration until we can figure out what the hell is going on. I mean, we just had a terrorist attack in the United States. Uh, there was just one in um, France recently. And it's becoming increasingly clear that uh, the government doesn't have the means, and it's near impossible to vet these people that are these uh, people that are coming into the country. They come from very primitive uh, countries with very um, corrupt, um, primitive, uh, not so honest record-keeping uh, uh, governments and countries. That, you know, someone comes in, someone says, hey, I want to come into your country. Okay, show me ID. They don't have ID. Well, what's your name? My name is this. And they go, I mean, I mean, you know, someone says, I live in Afghanistan on this dirt road over there. And it's like, well, how the hell do you know who they are? How do you know what their path? It, it's very difficult to ascertain. And what he said was, until we can figure out what the hell is going on, maybe we should stop Muslims from coming into this country. And like I said, the mainstream media goes crazy and says, oh, he wants to ban all Muslims from coming in. You know, they just... And that's that's not what he said. That is absolutely not what he said. Uh, one of the other things that they said in regards to the Muslims was he wants to shut down all mosques. Trump wants to shut down all mosques. And this is kind of towards his thing about, hey, we have to consider um, things that we had never considered before. Um, and he had said, well, yes, absolutely. We have to consider shutting down some mosques where really bad things are happening. He's not saying you can't have mosques and people can't worship. He's saying that, you know, terrorist activity 
is 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 uh, is possibly starting in these mosques where they are uh, preaching this anti-American uh, and this extreme rhetoric, and that they should surveillance them, and they may have to shut some of them down. Now, listen, I, you know, if you disagree with that, which you know I probably do disagree with, that's fine. Take them to task, and and, and they should really be taking them to task on things like. You know, he had said uh, we should shut down mosques because very bad things are happening there. What does that mean? I mean, that's an extraordinarily vague, um, vague thing to say. What does that mean? We should shut them down because bad things are happening. There are bad people. Are there. I mean, you know, take him the task on that. Ask him specifically. Well, what would what would constitute a bad thing? Would you need hard evidence? Would you need recordings of people plotting things? Or is it just somebody going up there saying, uh, you know, here's what I, you know, preaching their faith? that you consider bad. Is that reason enough to shut them down? I mean, take him to test. His arguments are, by and large, pretty weak. Uh, his general ideas are not necessarily that bad, but his specific arguments are very weak. But the mainstream media is not honest. They're not honest about it. They don't want to take them to task on the specific arguments, and you can poke tons of holes in them. But they won't. They just sensationalize. They want to label them as a racist and a xenophobe and all this stuff, and it's just complete garbage. And the fact that he's continuing to poll better despite all this stuff just tells you that the people don't really give a damn anymore what the mainstream media has to say, and that, that's fantastic. Uh, one of the other items, uh, one of the other big items uh, that he had spoken about, and I won't get into the specifics of it, was uh, you know illegal immigration. Mexicans coming across the border uh, through illegal immigration. He said he's going to build a wall. Um, he said he's going to get Mexico to pay for it to keep illegal immigrants out. And anyone who's an illegal immigrant in the United States, if they get caught by the U.S. government, they're going to get deported. And people lost their minds on this. I mean, they lost their minds. Oh, he's a racist. And I, I think he had made a comment about, you know, well, there's, you know, these illegal aliens down at the border that are coming across, you know, I don't know, it was like one in five, you know, women are getting raped at the border by these illegal aliens. And people went nuts and said, oh, he's a racist. He hates Mexicans. He called all Mexicans race, uh, rapists. And he never said any of that stuff. He never said any of those things. He said, we need to keep illegal immigrants out of the country. And I'm going to do that by building a wall. And when we capture the illegal immigrants that are here, we're going to send them back. How this is a controversial um, position to hold is mind boggling to me. We have a set of laws in the country that say you come to this country legally and there are a number of channels in which you can do that. If you don't, you are here illegally and your very existence is breaking the law. And he's saying we have millions of people here that are just by their presence are breaking the law. And we've got sanctuary cities across the country that are harboring these people and they are breaking the law. And we will capture them and we will send them back. And then we will build a border and we will do everything we can to keep them out and they can come in legally. We can have a debate about, you know, whether we need to let more people in or less people in or how we let them in. But the idea that the guy wants to put the means in place to enforce a law that has been on the books for decades is a foreign concept to people. That is mind boggling to me. And it's crazy that he takes the brunt of uh, the vitriol for this when really it's the previous presidents and it's the previous uh, set groups of politicians who have allowed this law to just be completely ignored for decades to the point where we have a massive, uh, massive problem with illegal immigration. And the big issue with illegal immigration 
is that we have a huge welfare state in the United, in the U.S. You can collect tons and tons and tons of welfare and subsidies in all sorts of forms, and you don't have to be a citizen to do it, which also blows my mind. You don't need to show a social security card. You don't need to show proof of citizenship to collect all these sorts of benefits. So uh, illegal immigration is a big problem. He's simply saying, here's the way that I would fix it. Here's the way that the law needs to be enforced and it hasn't been enforced. And somehow he gets painted as a racist person um, and the mainstream media just blows their top and gets thrown into a tizzy. So, um, I just think it's, uh, I, I think it's fairly entertaining, not necessarily because he calls people names and he says things, uh, that are outlandish, but because of the way that he drives the media nuts, because of the way that he drives the political establishment totally insane is very, very entertaining. But like I said, the most important thing and the thing that I think he brings that is extraordinarily value, valuable is he's showing people you can stand up and you can say what you can believe in and you can have a real conversation about the real important issues and if somebody calls you a racist or they call you a xenophobe or they call you whatever you can ignore them it doesn't matter they don't matter they don't want to have a rational conversation they don't want to talk about the real topics so they just call you names so uh that's my take on Donald Trump. And like I said, I agree with him on some things. I don't necessarily agree with him on a lot of other things, but uh, I think uh, I, I think his presence is a very positive presence uh, presence in the uh, 2016 election cycle. So, and to be honest with you, I, if those of you who actually know me, even if he gets elected, do I think anything's really going to change? No, probably not. So uh, I'm not like super excited about this. But I, like I said, the reason why I'm excited about it is it's because he's. He's showing people who for a very long time have wanted to speak out about these things and have real conversation that it's okay to. And, uh, you know, they're kind of looking to him as their, uh, strangely enough, as their sort of leader um, in this, which, uh, you know, which, like I said, it's uh, it's a good thing. We can only change in the country is not going to come from the top down. And the only way that it's going to happen is culturally within the culture. And the only way that we can change the culture is when people can actually have open, honest conversations about real topics, about real issues. And when you have a mainstream media that just frames every single piece of information that gets reported and just, just skews everything in the direction and the direction that they want, that discourse cannot take place and that cultural change cannot happen. So hopefully he is the catalyst uh, for people to disregard and be skeptical of the mainstream media and uh, and really be able to have an open, honest conversation about it. And, and you know, the, the part about uh, the mainstream media that drives me the most nuts is people have lives. I have a life. I have a wife. I have a brand new kid. I have a job. I have a family. You got all sorts of stuff to worry about that. You, you don't have time. People don't have time and resources to watch a news um to watch a news uh, item being reported or read an article and fact check everything. Oh, is this guy lying? Is this guy lying? So, you know, people really are relying on these reporters to really give them unbiased information so that they can make informed decisions. And when they don't do that, when they insert their own political slant and their own personal opinion and not just report the facts, it's, it's, it's a horribly dishonest, disingenuous, and it's, it's damaging to the culture of this country. So. Thank you, Donald Trump, for uh, uh, speaking your mind uh, and, and uh, you know, bringing these uh, topics up for conversation. And um, I'll be interested to see exactly how all this turns out. Uh, it's uh, like I said, it's the first time I think a lot of people have actually been paying attention to uh, to a political race. Um, like I said, I don't necessarily think that anything is really going to change if he does get elected from his actual election. But I think uh, I think I hope that he is the catalyst of uh of open, honest uh, public conversation.
Thanks for watching, guys, and I will see you again next time. Hey, guys, just a reminder, if you like this video or found it interesting, please click the subscribe link below and share with your friends and family on Facebook. The more subscribers and the more people that watch Rob videos, Rob's video blog, the more inclined I am to update and make more videos. So uh, give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs down if you don't like it, but uh, give me some feedback. Thanks.